Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. Existing in a soul-sucking job is something that, unfortunately, many of us INFPs deal with. So in this video, let's talk about some of the reasons for why we feel like that and what you can do about it. What's up, legend? It's Sherman here from Geek Psychology, where I help geeks, gamers, and creatives to leverage their personality types' strengths so that they can live as the hero of their own life. And a lot of the times we talk about INFPs in this channel because I'm an INFP and a lot of you are as well. And so going into a lot of the INFP struggles is how we can better understand ourselves, have more awareness and language for what's going on, and then make a change. Because if you don't know what's going on and you don't have language for it, it's really hard to do anything about it. So I have 10 main points that I want to talk about for why INFPs feel like we get stuck in this situation and what you can do about it. First is unhappiness in work life. And this is spending countless hours at a job that feels like it is draining your soul. Is this something I've said a bunch? You know, the job feels like it's below me or it just feels like I'm exactly having my soul drained by this stupid nine to five job. And one of the biggest aspects of being an INFP is feeling alive, feeling aligned. All of our parts are going in the same direction. Like this is my purpose in life and everything is pointing to this. Now, it's not always related to work. We can often feel like we are not aligned in our lives because we don't know our purpose, we don't know our strengths, we don't know our goals, our desires, the things that we want in life. We know what we don't want, but it's often difficult to pinpoint and vocalize, put language to the things that we actually do want. And we know that this job, whatever it is, is just not satisfying, it's not fulfilling, and it doesn't feel like there's meaning attached to it. And it also doesn't feel like we are necessary at that job. So we want a job that requires us and our creative intelligence and our empathic awesomeness to be necessary at the job. And if we're just seen as a number, then it doesn't really matter. No matter what is happening at the job, we just won't feel like we are serving a purpose that is tied to who we are as people. Number two, misalignment with our values. Working in an environment that feels like it is it's contradicting our values is extremely unsettling and kind of painful as an INFP. We lead with introverted feeling. That's our dominant function, uh, what I call the resonating soul. And this is that character, that part within you that is in alignment with your conscience and your values, and it's constantly weighing, well, what is, which do I like more? How do I feel about this choice? How do I feel about this choice? And this one, it's constantly trying to balance all of these decisions, all of these intentions with our values and with our identity. And going to a job that isn't supporting that feels horrible. In daily life, if somebody says something and wants us to do something that is against our values, we'll often just say no, and we won't do it. 
or we'll make some kind of passive excuse and we just won't do it. But at work, there's an obligation because we need to pay the bills. And I remember when I was working as a headhunter, not literally, but, uh, you know, calling people on the phone, I would call different banks and I had to try to figure out who was on the other side of the, the phone, who I was talking to and what their position was and to see if I could get them into an interview. And then with that interview, I would have more details on them and then I could place them into hopefully a better position that pays more, that's more aligned with you know their aspirations and goals and skills. So the end game was a good benevolent thing, in my opinion, right? Getting people into a more satisfactory job. But all the stuff that came before that, I had to like lie essentially on the phone and try to weasel my way into understanding who they were and getting their information and getting them to come to an interview. And it was horrible. I hated every minute of it, but I needed money. And that's, that's where I found myself. It was awful. And that was very misaligned with my values. I would take many toilet breaks just to just to leave, just to get out of that cubicle where I was on the phone cold calling people every day. It was, it was awful. Number three, inadequate creative outlets. We have a superpower with our extroverted intuition, this brainstorming, innovative explorer, innovating explorer character, which is about creating new possibilities, using idea space in an offensive way, spreading out, jumping out like fireworks of new ideas, new possibilities, new options, uh, connecting and combining different things for the sake of excitement sometimes. And if we are not utilizing that as a creative outlet for our feelings, then we go into depression. We feel horrible because we're not using our strengths. Every client that I've talked to or people that schedule a potential, like a strategy session where we talk about if you're a good fit or not for coaching, go to schedule.geekpsychology.com if you're interested in that. When they are not feeling energized and motivated by life, it's because they're not using their dominant function. And it's because they're not using their auxiliary function in tandem with that to find something for INFPs that is um, exciting, that's aligned with who they are as a person, emotional expression in a creative way. And if you can find a job that allows for that, you will be a lot happier. Of course, you'll have to, what's the word? Finagle? Fumble? Of course, you'll have to fumble with how much structure is necessary for the job and, you know, how much is it stepping on the toes of your creativity. That's always going to be there in some ways. But if you're not having a creative outlet at work, then you need to do it somewhere else. You need to find some time. I know you're going to be tired after work, but doing something that is creative expression outside of work before or after or at work is necessary for us. If you are not doing that, you are going to feel horrible. You can maybe do it for a while, but eventually that leads to burnout. Number four, a stagnant career. So this is being stuck in a job that there's just no potential for growth or opportunities in it. Maybe you like the job, but there's not a level that you can go above that that is not management. And a lot of times we don't necessarily want to be managers, though we can be very good at it because we have this 
empathic side where we really want to understand what the other individual is feeling and their values. And if this is aligned with them, we can make a lot of really good strides as managers. But taking that step to that higher level of responsibility is something that a lot of times we don't want to do. So we get stuck in this stagnant job where we're just showing up and making money and enough to survive. And that's about it. And that's not very fulfilling because humans, all humans, not just INFPs, need growth. If you are not growing, you are dying, as some say. Number five, burnout. Doing a nine to five job that maybe you don't like or that just requires a lot of you can lead to burnout, can lead to frustration and dissatisfaction. And as I said before, if we are not utilizing our strengths, it's hard to rejuvenate that energy, to feel inspired when you wake up, to want to pursue the day. Now, there are some things that you can do to reduce stress, like intentionally doing introverted sensing, stabilizing guardian things, which would be nostalgic things, watching movies or listening to songs that you did, you know, decades ago or however old you are that feel good. And you're doing a, a craft that you've always loved, playing a song on the piano that you really like. Those are things that are nice, soothing ways of tapping into a positive version of your past. If you get really stressed out, you need to work on your extroverted thinking commander, strategizing commander aspect of yourself that's about um, setting goals and objectives and organizing tasks and delegating responsibilities, a very managerial type character. That will come out if we don't care for it. If we don't give it enough XP experience throughout the day, throughout the week, then it will find a way of bursting through the wall. I imagine the Kool-Aid man. And it will make itself known. So finding a way to create a, a little schedule, a couple things on a list, on a to-do list that you just check off through the day that's moving you forward in your life. Again, growing is extremely important. And that commander will show you measurable signs that you are growing, that you're progressing. And you put all those together and you don't struggle with burnout. Now, work still might be difficult might not be fulfilling, but it won't be as draining because you have other ways of satisfying the requirements of your personality type. Number six, disturbed or disrupted work-life balance. For us as INFPs, oftentimes being at work for that amount of time feels like it is draining our souls because it's taking us away from doing the things that we love to do. Hopefully it's more than watching Netflix or scrolling on YouTube. Hopefully it's some sort of creative pursuit or even just walking outside in nature. And when we are comparing that, well, I could be doing so many other things that could have potential to make my life better if I wasn't at work all the time. And we always blame the nine to five on the reason that we are not satisfied. What I've found, and it's not easy, but is after work or before work, create the time to pursue something that's meaningful to you. Whether it's waking up early in the morning and journaling, writing a few pages or reading, playing some music, writing a story. These are all things that can create a positive set of momentum for the rest of your day. If you go home after work and you're just exhausted, 
if you do something that is inspiring to you, that's something that you love to do, you will feel better. And I know in the moment, you're just like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to, I just want to play Starcraft or, you know, I guess that, that was my old things. I would just come home and I just be like, I'm so tired. I'm just going to play Starcraft or play League of Legends. And I would do that for hours. And then I would be miserable at night and I'd wake up the next morning, tired, exhausted, not wanting to go to work. Of course. So if things are not satisfying to you, if you don't like how things are, something has to change. And it's got to be you who is doing the changing to change your environment. And I know that's a lot of responsibility, but it's the truth. Tied to this is number seven, lost potential. We often feel that we're spending too much time or energy or focus on our job, and we could be doing this other stuff. We could be impacting the world in a huge way that's making changes in how society is structured and everybody's, you know, in love because things are just so great. But I got to work this job. And it really, it feels horrible. And it feels like this massive weight. We want to impact the world. We want ourselves to feel just at least okay, and then good. And then we want to eventually impact the world or our community and help other people. I've heard so many stories from other INFPs about awesome dreams that they have for how they want to change the world. And if we're not working on that, because we're so tired or frustrated or angry at our job or the man or how society is structured, then we're not able to live into more of our potential. And instead of just fighting the nine to five completely and saying, I'm not going to do it, I suggest, based off my experience, is to find a job that allows you to make enough money and to have enough time that you can really focus on you, on developing you, learning the skills necessary for you to market yourself or to train yourself to the level that you need to be in order to make these cool changes in the world or to just feel ready enough to have the money to go live off the grid in a cabin and you know have your vegetable farm and your cats and your tea and just be okay but if you don't work if you refuse it or if you fight it all the time instead of appreciating that maybe this job is giving you enough financial stability that you can pursue the other things and then actually pursuing them then it it's just a frustrating cocktail of horrible emotions number 8 is the working environment we need harmony we don't want people fighting. It's very stressful for us. You know this. And we also need this time for our introverted selves to process, to understand ourselves deeper, to sift through how do I feel about this, to have a lot of me time. We need a lot of me time. And if you are at a job where you are sitting next to a very talkative, wonderful extrovert who just loves talking, it can feel extremely exhausting. And it's not appreciating or supporting our introverted, me-focused, self-focused nature. It needs to have some sort of structure uh, of like a break time where you can go away, you can go sit outside, eat a sandwich by yourself while watching the, the birds or something like that. That sounds really nice. Or an atmosphere that just allows us to feel inspired or refreshed. And that's really hard to get. It is. It's, it depends on the job and the culture of the company. 
But if you're being worked to the bone, if you're always on, you're going to feel a lot more exhausted than many other personality types. Or you're going to do what I always do and just just zone out and go in my own head when, you know, when the house is a little bit crazy here, um, I find myself just dissociating and drifting away and then going into my mind and thinking about different stories and a bunch of different things. So finding that balance is quite difficult, but if you can, then you will feel a lot better about it. Maybe it's uh, working as a librarian or as a therapist or a counselor, where you have time, one-on-one time with somebody else, then you have a little bit of break, you can process, and then you can go back in. And number nine, the counter to that is a monotonous routine. So we want that. We want things to not be too crazy, but we also do want excitement and change. This is the conflict between our introverted sensing that wants routine, wants familiarity, stability, based off what happened in the past, like we know what to expect, comfort, physical comfort, but also we want to explore. Our explorer, innovating explorer, extroverted intuition, wants to shake things up, wants to drive a different way to work every day, wants to have something new happening. So if your job can allow you to move positions or move locations every once in a while, that might be something that's good for you or have different tasks that you do. That might be something that's good for you. It depends on which way you lean with your personality type. If you're heavier on the guardian and you just want more routine and that's okay, then maybe that's the kind of job you want. Or if you want some more change and a little bit more excitement, then finding a way to change locations or change the type of work. Maybe a a new client comes in every day or every week or something like that every month and you get to reacclimate to that and then you finish that job and you get to move on to the next thing as perceivers we get this big burst boost of energy um, for a new project and then it starts to fizzle out once we've kind of already solved it in our heads and we're just like well i understand how it's going to go so i'm bored with it so if it's a an intended cycle then that could be helpful for you And one of the biggest problems, number 10, is financial stability. Because we fight so much against the nine to five and the templatized life, we often don't have enough money to support our daily existence. Maybe we're just getting by, but by the end of the month or the paycheck, you know, we're running on fumes. And then we get the money and then we're like, okay, it's fine now for a little bit and our spending habits are not too great. And there's just a lot of issues that INFPs have with money mindset. And something that's really helped me is doing affirmations and meditations, taking courses on understanding money and knowing that it is not actually a bad thing. That if you have more money and you are a good person, then you can support more people and you can make an impact in the ways that you want to. That itself is not a bad thing. Yes, it sucks that we have to work doing something that we don't like in order to make money, but not everybody does that. So really think about why are you in this position where other people have become entrepreneurs or creators or written books or done something that has gotten them out of that show up for work, get paid, go home, be miserable, and 
repetitive routine. Because if they've done it, then you can do it. So I've talked about 10 different ways that you as an INFP can find purposeful work in a chaotic world. I have not given you specific jobs that you should take because I don't believe those exist. Now, there are categories that we often can go into that feel rather aligned, but it's not necessarily always going to fit. There are a lot of different um, nodes and circumstances that cause it to work or not work. So if you use these as a guideline of how do I fulfill the requirements of my personality type, then you can fit into any job. You can work at a company where you are problem shooting new software as an INFP. You'll probably lean more into how does this impact a person emotionally than falling in love with the code, but it's something that you can do. So you can fit into any position, into any job. A lot of times people will ask me, well, what job should I work at as an INFP? And I can't tell you a specific one because it's always going to change. And you and your unique interests are necessary in that job. If it's a counseling or coaching job and you don't like doing that or you don't have experience doing that, well, then it would be foolish of me to recommend you to do that. So if you've gotten this far and you want to understand your personality type more, or you don't understand it and you're a little bit lost in the weeds here, uh, you have two options from my perspective. The first one is to go to inowfeelpositive.com and get the INFP Soul Journey five-day email course that will teach you about your personality type. And the other option I would highly recommend is to go to infp.geekpsychology.com and get the I Now Feel Positive Masterclass. It's a masterclass for INFPs that teaches your personality type and it gives you skills and strategies and techniques based off my experience that help you solve those problems. And it was updated recently onto version two. Uh, so it has a lot more content in there and a lot more videos on how to deal with things that I've mentioned in this video. So those are two options that I recommend you take. And if you still want to know more about INFPs and career choices, you can check out this video over here. This is an older video that I made that goes into uh, a lot of the struggles and goals that we have for our career and gives some more suggestions for different pathways that you could take. Good luck, have fun. Peace. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one -on -one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.